0: Your path to e-commerce success starts right here. You're listening to Practical E-Commerce, the podcast for e-commerce results. Welcome back to another episode of Practical E-Commerce Podcast. My name is Brian Getting, and this is our weekly podcast for the week of September 18th, 2006. And uh, this week... Uh, Mitch Bettis, our contributing editor, had a chance to speak with the CEO and marketing and business development officer of Kemp Products, which uh, Kevin Mann is the CEO and Peter Mellarood is the marketing and business development officer. And Kemp is a company that makes uh, load balancers and, and server, I guess server load solutions. It's kind of hard to describe, but basically a, a setup to help people who are having sort of slow servers and maybe looking at trying to get additional servers or other ways to handle large amounts of data transfers. They make uh, products that, that help in, the, in that realm. So I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to Mitch, who's speaking with Kevin Mann and Peter Mellarood of Kemp.
1: Well, thank you both for taking the time to talk with us today. I'm interested in learning about load balancing and in particular what Kemp uh, services has to offer. Let's start with the basics. For those of us who maybe Unclear on exactly where load balancing fits into uh, the system here. Can you kind of give me some basics, basics about what load balancing is? Is it a hardware option, a software option? How does it, what is it? And then in general, what it does? What service does it provide to me that I need to be aware of and be paying attention to?
2: Okay, thanks very much for the opportunity. Um, load balancing I guess really sort of appeared in the uh, uh, late 90s and it has grown and matured since then. Today we see load balancing in, in a couple of forms. We saw it, see it as a software-only type of a product and we also see it as what we call an appliance product. Appliance meaning a integration of hardware and software delivered together for easy installation and and greater performance and predictable performance. Kemp Technologies offers an appliance version of it for load balancing. In our market, we gear our market toward the small and medium-sized businesses. Load balancing was created for the purpose of ensuring that when a user came to a website, he would be directed to the server which was working best for him at that time in a real-time fashion so that when a user comes to the website, the load balancers acts sort of like a traffic cop and directs the users to all of the available servers for the particular request that he's going to make. Today, uh, or in the past, load balancers have really been almost dedicated to, let's say, the Fortune One Thousand because of the pricing strategies of the existing vendors that have that have been out in the market since the uh, load balancer technology has come about. They're typically sold in a redundant configuration. On occasion, they are sold in a single configuration, meaning one unit. But redundant for HA or high availability is the more typical sale that the load balancer is, is sold in. The uh, vendors up until... Really, Kemp came along. We're charging all anything in the area of maybe thirty thousand dollars to seventy, eighty, ninety thousand dollars for a redundant configuration. And as a result, uh, roughly about eighty percent of the Fortune One Thousand companies out there are using load balancing technology throughout their their corporate infrastructures. Load balancing has evolved from being just a pure load balancer that is directing users to the best server available at that particular time, to also uh, enabling SSL, which is Secure Socket Layer, encryption to both the website and, of course, working with the end user's client site. And formerly, before load balancers came around, users would just put an SSL accelerator in front of each of the servers, and they would do the encryption on a one-to-one basis, server-to-client basis. Today, with the load balancer, you're able to put one load balancer in front of X plus one number of servers, and the load balancer handles the encryption for all of those servers. So, two functionalities, the distribution and the SSL. A third major functionality of the load balancer is to test all of the servers that it is going to be distributing users to. And... We run those tests as a load balancer, run those those tests on a layer 4 or a physical, you know, just testing the servers themselves, or also all the way up to a layer 7 functionality where you're actually looking at the applications. And then maybe the next most important functionality that's there is a persistence functionality whereby the load balancer allows the user to return to the server that he was last at in case he was interrupted maybe by lunch, a long phone call, a meeting, or something of that nature there. So the load balancer is a utility uh, that's now used certainly throughout the Fortune 1000 companies, and Kemp is trying to bring that utility at a outstanding price level, an affordable price level for the small and medium-sized businesses.
1: If I don't have any kind of load balancer employed at the moment, are there signs, symptoms, something going on within my business as an owner? I can say, ah, that's why I need a load balancer to help solve this problem. Is it going to be something my customers see and could then complain to me, or is there something that I could see as an owner or begin to see trends as my business grows that says, okay, now it's time to invest in that? Are there some kind of symptoms?
3: All right, Peter here. We kind of (coughs) try to um, give you a few answers on this topic, especially uh, from an e-commerce perspective. In in, in the world of e-commerce, one of the most important sort of measures in terms of how the business operates is the number of transactions that have successfully completed and the number of transactions that were aborted for whatever number of reasons. Typically, there there are sort of real reasons for transactions being aborted, some of them is due to failures of your real servers. So if you're a really small business and you're running on a single server, should a failure occur within that server, whether it's at a hardware level or an application level, you're no longer able to check out your users, their shopping cart experience is not going to be completed, and you will lose certainly quite a bit of business. That's something that you can look at through your logs. You can look at uh, your sort of revenue tracking stream, and you can see that depending on the particular load of traffic during what period of day, how many transactions are being aborted. That's typically a sign that you need more capacity. And generally, to increase capacity, uh, people simply add more servers to the mix. Once you start having the idea of having more than one server providing content to the users, you need to figure out how to distribute those users across those servers properly, and that's when a load balancer comes into play. From an f and perspective, that decision now can be made much, much earlier in their growth cycle. So rather than having to justify the purchase of a load balancer when they're at 8 or 10 or 12 servers they can now very easily justify the purchase of a load balancer when they only have two servers. And that's very important.
2: Another symptom that you see also is that high availability is the most important thing in the world to a business with e commerce. Alright, if your if your website's not available, you lost business. In terms of ROI, not only do you see lost business, but you may also see the need to bring technical resources out to a site during off hours, all right, in order to get that right back up. You're still down maybe two hours, three hours in that type of a scenario. So a question that an SMB or even a Fortune 1000 asks is, if I am down for a period of time, how much will I lose? Kemp Technologies offers $2,490 and says, if you're down for 30 minutes, could you lose this much business? Typically, the answer is yes, all right? But certainly, though, over time, it's not a typical thing. It's almost always yes.
1: You mentioned its ability to offload SSL encryption. What does that do for a server in terms of efficiency?
3: Tremendously. For
2: a server to do SSL by itself, you can utilize 45 to 55% of the CPU's resources, cycles, all right, to do just that encryption. So let's just say, for economy's sake, we'll keep it very simple. You only had two servers, okay? If you could offload that functionality onto your load balancer, it's almost like getting a brand-new server because you're taking half of the resource utilization of each server away from that or, or you're enabling them to uh, increase that utilization for the intent that it was there for, and that is to process applications, not to do encryption. So it makes the server much more efficient.
1: And if I'm investing in this kind of technology, do I understand correctly that I would, I would need one per server? If I operate a free server environment, we would need a load balancer on each of those servers?
2: No, you just need one load balancer for as many servers as, as you're offering to your clients.
1: You mentioned cost that for some significant organization, the cost is somewhere you know, ten thousand, thirty thousand and up. Speaking specifically with Kemp, what kind of lower cost option is out there that can help a small business owner with considerably less investment than thirty thousand dollars? What options are out there?
3: Today, Kemp
2: Technologies offers a load balancer called the Loadmaster fifteen hundred for only two thousand four hundred and and ninety dollars, and in a pair, then that would be forty nine eighty four thousand nine hundred and eighty dollars. It is the greatest value in the market today, since it offers functionality very, very similar to the very big high end products that are out there
0: today. And that's going to wrap it up for our weekly podcast this week, uh, September eighteenth. Once again, that was Kevin Mann and Peter Mellarood of Kemp talked to by uh, Mitch Bettis. I'd like to thank uh, both of those guys for a great interview and also encourage people to once again check our website for fresh content this Monday and also uh, check out our community forums. We're still giving our, our monthly giveaway away and we've had a lot of success there. So www.practicalecommerce.com and we will see you next week.